Hello, Disnerd Zohana, and welcome to another episode of Canadian Disnerd. I am your host, Carr. And today we are going to be talking about resources and the different types of resources that are out there that you can use when you just want more information about the parks, when you want information about movies, if you want help with your planning from communities. But first, let's start off with a couple of things. So rumor has it, I don't think it's been a officially announced yet but for us Canadian folks it looks like we are going to be able to cross the border if we are fully vaccinated well you can cross the border anyways but when we do return to Canada if you are fully vaccinated you are not going to have to quarantine for those 14 days and you will not have to do the hotel quarantine returning. All you have to do is complete a COVID test upon arrival, isolate until that test comes back negative. If that test comes back positive, then obviously you are going to have to do the typical quarantining standards. Now, currently I believe going across the border, you still do have to have a negative COVID test taken within 72 hours of your flight to Canada and within 72 hours of your flight from the US back to Canada. We will see if they are going to change those rules at some point, if you are still gonna have to give those negative COVID tests prior to flying if you are fully vaccinated, because as we all know, you still can have COVID. You just won't have the symptoms like you normally would if you were not vaccinated. So we'll see how that's gonna play out. Also, they have announced that Ohana is reopening July 10th. Ohana is a restaurant at the Polynesian in Walt Disney World. Now, I have been dreaming about the day that I get to go to Ohana and eat there. I've been looking forward to it. It's been something that's on my bucket list for Walt Disney World. So I'm super excited that when I do go down, I am able to try and get a reservation for Ohana. It does book up pretty quickly. Now the drama with Ohana. So they announced the menu for breakfast and dinner. Breakfast is normally a character meal and it's kind of family buffet style usually. And Stitch typically attends this character meal. That's kind of why I've always wanted to like go to this character meal. And so they do have the breakfast menu and then they release the dinner, the dinner menu and apparently it is missing the noodles. And this is throwing people into a little bit of a spiral. I guess the noodles are just that good. People are just like flabbergasted that the noodles aren't on the dinner menu. Now, I haven't really looked into the different like foods that goes along with Ohana. So I didn't know that the noodles were like this huge popular thing when it came to going to dinner. So let's see if the community can convince Disney to bring back those noodles. You never know, right? So that's kind of what's been happening this week. Also in Alberta, we have officially launched step two. This is super exciting because this means that movie theaters have now reopened, which means when Jungle Cruise comes to the theaters, I'll be able to go see it. When Black Widow's out in theaters, I'll be able to go see it. So super exciting for us Albertans. Okay, let's get into today's episode and let's talk. So I am someone who does plan a lot. Like I 
love planning. I like having all the information. I like learning. And Disney has been one of those things that I just love getting information about. And because I'm such a planner, I like to know about things, where to go, what to do. And so in order to find out how to plan my previous trips, I've always gone to so many different resources. So we're going to talk about those resources today. Now, I'm just going to say these are my opinion. These are the ones that I use. It doesn't mean that you have to go looking at these resources. You have to check out these YouTubers or uh, like podcasts or online resources. Like you don't have to go check them out if you don't want to. Some people like them, some people don't. Everyone has their own opinion and their own taste when it comes to what they like for someone who puts out information for them to use. So these are just suggestions. I also did want to mention that I will be posting lists and links to a lot of these resources that are online for you to go and check out yourself. I will be putting them on my Facebook page, Canadian Disney this weekend. So you will be able to have access to that. So if you want to check them out, go check out my Facebook page and they will be up this weekend for you to go and browse through and see what resources you really like, what you think has the information that you might need. Some places might have too much information for you. Some places might not have enough or they might just not have what you're looking for. So let's get started. All right, so I'm gonna start off with websites that I commonly kind of go back to and that I see articles for all the time, whether it's on Twitter or Facebook. I typically go to these web pages to kind of see like what's going on when there's like announcements and news happening. Usually they pop up on my Facebook newsfeed, which gets me to click on the articles and go to the website. Sometimes I just go to the website to see like what's going on in case I know that they're going to have stuff. So we are going to start with Disney Parks blog, which is an official Disney website. So this is Disney giving out information on the parks. They do have different websites for the parks. So they have Disneyland and Walt Disney World, so you can go to their websites and you can find out more information. The Disney Parks blog kind of covers all the parks and they're really great to follow along and see what they have because they're going to announce some of the new things, give little hints and uh, teasers into what's coming with Disney. Another good resource is WDW News Today. So I find that a lot of times they, again, pop up in my news, my news feed, that they usually are a pretty good resource for articles on what's coming out, what to expect, what's happening. Another fantastic one is Disney Food Blog. Disney Food Blog doesn't just cover food, they cover other topics as well. Disney Food Blog always has so much information and um, they are in another category on my list, so we will get to that. And then the last one I saved to last just because there's a little bit extra that goes with this. So the Disboards. So I can't remember if it's called like the Diz.com. Uh, that's kind of what they are is the Diz. And so the Disboards are an online forum. So it's a community of people that go on and you don't see a lot of forums these days. Forums used to be like big. So kind of like Reddit, you know, like it's a forum. And it's so great because you go on there and they have it like broken down into sections. So you have like your Walt Disney World, you have your Disneyland, you do have your other parks. They also have Disney cruises. They have like community boards where you can like talk about games or like find people who can create 
shirts and stuff for your trips, you know, just chit chatting and getting to know people. They do also have trip reports. You can go and look up trip reports. And I used to be obsessed with the trip reports and I loved going and reading people's trip reports, whether it was Disneyland or Walt Disney World, especially when they like posted pictures and just hearing about their adventures and seeing how it went. It's just really great when you are missing the parks and then you kind of get to live like through someone else's perspective of the parks because sometimes they might know something you don't know or maybe they've discovered something that you've never thought of. So it's great to kind of see other people's point of view and be like, oh man, I need to check that out next time. And then they just have like lots of different information, like picking out the parks and hotels. They also have boards for like adults and solo travelers, you know, families. They have like a college board. I think they have a teen board. So it's just a really good resource. This is a resource that I started off with when I planned our first trip to Disneyland. I don't even remember how we came across the forum, but I did. And so that is what I used when I was planning my trip to Disneyland to look up information and to see like what other people were saying about things and just kind of learning some like tips and tricks along the way. So I highly recommend that. You can ask questions. Hopefully you're not gonna get any like kickback from it. That happens more like on Facebook. So our next section that we are going to talk about is YouTubers. And I think I've kind of covered this like before what some of my favorite YouTubers are. I think I might have posted a list on my Facebook page when I first started. I'm going to have to go back and check. I have kind of added to that list probably if there is a list there. So one of my all time favorites has always been Fresh Baked and Fresh Baked Disney. I mainly watched the Disneyland version is the one that I kind of like focus on. That's the one that I started off with when I started watching like vlogs and YouTubers that go to Disney. That's what I started off with because Disneyland's like my home park. I always wanted that information. I always wanted to like watch and they were so great. In the past, there was like a group of friends that kind of did it and just so much chatting and they take you through the parks and they talk about stuff. I just always found it to be entertaining. I always really enjoyed it. The dynamic has changed over the years. Things have changed. It's not the same group anymore. The main guy, Dave, still runs the channel and it's him and his wife who did come in at some point. They actually did meet via another girl who used to do the vlogs with him. And so they're married. They have a daughter now. So some of the previous vlogs that have been out there has been kind of more of their family and going to the parks. Dave does go to the parks by himself. Obviously with the Disneyland, like it costs so much to go right now because there are no annual passes. So I don't think they're going as frequently as they like, but I always find that they're very resourceful. They always have a lot of information. They do have a separate channel where they present different like information and stuff. So I've gotten like tips and tricks from there. And when they do like a top 10 of like certain like foods or restaurants and things like that. So I've always enjoyed them. I never really got into their Walt Disney World counterpart that they used to have. And I think it's just because I never planned a Walt Disney World trip. So for me, it didn't make sense to really watch those ones. So I just never did. Now I have talked about this gentleman before, Adam Hatton. 
Adam Hatton is from the UK and he is amazing. I love his vlogs. I actually regularly go back and watch his old vlogs. I don't know what it is. I just really enjoy the content he puts out. He usually goes with his friend Gary and he doesn't just do one park. He does Walt Disney World. He's done Disneyland, Disney Cruises, Disneyland Paris. He's done some other parks in the UK as well. I think he's done Universal too. And I just really like his vibe. I like how he does things. He's done a Disney Cruise solo and I think that's kind of what sold me on deciding to do a Disney Cruise solo when I had decided that is seeing that, you know, you can still have fun on a Disney Cruise solo. Then Disney Food Blog, I had mentioned before with a website. So they do have a YouTube channel as well. So fantastic. I highly recommend them because they do a lot of what to do's, what not to do. Here's our countdown of this. What do we think is gonna be the better resorts for this time of year coming up at this time? Like. They just have like a lot of information. Then obviously they're gonna have like food stuff too, which is great. Another great YouTube channel is All Ears. So they go to the parks. And I know recently I did watch one where she did all the Harry Potter stuff in one day, which I thought was pretty cool because I would love to go to Universal when I'm in Florida and do all the Harry Potter stuff that I can. And I only plan on going for one day if I do go. So it was really great to kind of see that you can accomplish that if you like time it out right and you plan properly. Theme Park Obsessions is a newer channel that I started watching. And so he goes to various theme parks and does reviews. I haven't watched too many of his like vlogs, which it's fine. And then Diz Unplugged does have their own YouTube channel. So these are the guys who are in charge of the Diz boards and they do their podcasts via YouTube, but also release it on like podcast apps. And so they have a lot of great information. If you're really interested in like DVC and all that, highly recommend you check it out. They usually have a lot of the latest and greatest news. And this is not me, like I'm not promoting or getting money for this or anything. So the Diz actually owns their own travel company called Dreams Unlimited. Now I use Dreams Unlimited to book my Disney cruise because they do offer onboard credit when you book with them. And it varies based off of the price that you're spending on the cruise. And I thought that's like fantastic for Canadians. Just book through a travel agent, you get like free money in a sense. So you get money to use on board, which is great, especially with that crappy exchange rate that we usually have. I did unfortunately, obviously cancel my cruise, but when I decided I was going to do the cruise and Walt Disney World, I actually reached out to my travel agent through Dreams Unlimited and I got her to book my trip at Disney World. And then when I decided to extend the trip and make it just Walt Disney World instead of Disney Cruise, she worked with me. It was fantastic. There was like some back and forth there because we were trying to figure out like the rooms at the resort I wanted to go to because the room I originally had booked for that second half of my trip wasn't available for the first half of it. So we got it sorted out. I didn't want to switch rooms, so I did have to downgrade my room, but it's really great because they pretty much, like they book for you and they book it through the Disney website. With Disney, the great thing about planning is you can do like payments every month. So you don't have to pay everything up front. So every month I like pay so much towards it. I haven't used any of their other services yet. I probably will when it comes to like dining more than likely to see if they can help me with that and just kind of get some more information. Kind of got sidetracked there. So another really great YouTuber is Tim Tracker. Tim Tracker has been very popular amongst the like theme park communities. You know, he 
doesn't just do Disney parks. He does Universal, Six Flags, a bunch of the other theme parks. Him and his wife did, what was it? They did um, Walt Disney World and Disneyland, I think, in like 24 hours or something like that. What you find people will do that, where they will do both parks within 24 hours or like the same day. Because technically you could go to Walt Disney World. If you're in Florida already, you could do... Florida and do Disney World and then fly to Disneyland and because you're like three hours behind yeah three hours behind Disneyland's still gonna be open so you can do both parks in a day if you really wanted to if you timed it out right another youtuber that I've really enjoyed that I've been watching since the beginning when I started watching Disney vlogs is Justin Scard now Justin Scard doesn't just do theme parks he's actually really great where he kind of goes and explores everywhere so he goes and he finds these like little towns and he goes off and he explores them and checks them out now some people might find him a little annoying but I really enjoy him I've always enjoyed his videos and then last on my list that I have is Michael K. I have mentioned Michael K before. Now, Michael K, what I really like about him is he's regular going to Disney. Like he's going all the time. He usually has some really great information, talks about the food. He tries out the food. He gives kind of a rating. He'll go with his brother as well. His brother will show up in the vlogs and they will go to restaurants, try out the food and kind of give their honest opinions about it. It doesn't mean that I'm going to think like what they say is true. Like obviously I want to find things out for myself, but I just find there's usually a lot of information. And then he does do times where he sits in his office and kind of just talks about changes that are coming, his predictions, things that are coming up. So he's kind of, I really like his vlogs as well. He's kind of a more newer one that I've been watching over the last year. I think I discovered him during the pandemic. So he's a really good vlogger too. Okay, so on Facebook, so Facebook is really great for resources when it comes to park planning or information, or just wanting to kind of keep up on the know-how. There's so many groups out there. And the great thing is there's actually quite a few Canadian Facebook groups for Disney planning and traveling and all that. So I have joined like a few of them. I'm in a few of them. And it's just kind of good to kind of see like if people find things out or people who are Canadian who go down to the parks and then come back with like information, just hey, FYI, if you're going to the parks anytime soon, just so you know. So you can find groups for the parks, Canadians. You can find them for like other countries too, specific to other countries. You can also find, I currently joined I recently joined a Walt Disney World solo travelers group. So it's really great to go in there and to get information about traveling solo. Like a lot of people travel solo. They have a lot of questions. What it's like booking dining. What are good restaurants for dining? Like what about rides? What resorts would you stay at? Like what do you think is a really good thing to do on a non-park day? So I joined that just to kind of get more information. So kind of, I don't think she's really big on Facebook. I don't know how many likes she has. So there is Gothic Rosie and she is focused on Disneyland parks. And I do actually enjoy her Facebook page. She goes and she posts a lot of updates on like downtown Disney and parking in the parks. And she's one that if she has incorrect information, she apologizes, she fixes it. She says I was wrong. She usually researches and makes sure she has the correct info though before she does post on there. So I have along the way discovered things 
that are coming up in Disneyland that are new through her page. So if Disneyland's kind of your thing, I highly recommend her page. Then we have Disneyland Daily. So Disneyland Daily, her name is Casey, I believe. Again, I just follow her on Facebook. I don't think she has a YouTube or anything like that. But again, she does a lot of Disneyland stuff, information. She goes to the parks regularly. She doesn't go as often as she used to, but she has been, I think, starting to go again now that things are kind of starting to reopen. So she usually has some really great info out there as well. Uh, another one is Disneyland Secrets. I don't recall his name, but I do know that he does often meet up with Casey from Disneyland Daily. So you will see them post on social media that they've met up. He, I believe, has written a book. So he's another one who he goes to the parks. He has information and tips that you can check out, which is great. And then back to the Diz. So the Diz does have its own Facebook group page. And then they do have like the Diz boards on Facebook, which is another group. So I highly recommend because you can go on Facebook and ask questions on there in any of these groups or to the people as well. Great resource. So let's talk. So books. So I'm just going to kind of go through a few of the books. So guidebooks. We all know I love my guidebooks. So for me, I really love the unofficial guides and then to whichever park you're going to. And then the Burn Bomb series. I do like those ones. Now there is another series of book and they are called Going To. So she has like going to Magic Kingdom, which is Walt Disney World, going to Disneyland and going to Disney California Adventure, I believe it is. So I have a Disneyland and the Disney California Adventure one. I don't have the Walt Disney World one yet. I probably will get it. And I still need to kind of go through and do like a review on these books. But these books are going to be great if you have kids. There's like activities in the books. So I'm going to have to look at doing a review on those so you can kind of see on um, like what the books look like and how great they are for like kids and families and planning and taking on the trip with you. That will obviously get posted on my Facebook page. That's where I usually post my reviews. I haven't done a guidebook review in a while. I've been meaning to. Uh, next we have podcasts. So I don't listen to a lot of podcasts currently, especially being at home with the pandemic. Now, when I'm working in the office, I actually do listen to podcasts a lot and I've been doing it for years. So the podcasts that I listen to that are Disney themed are the Dis Unplugged. Obviously, I just always find that they do have a lot of information. They do have a Disneyland one and then they have like the regular Dis Unplugged. So they have like a couple different like podcasts and then each one has their own episodes for what they're covering. I also listen to DL Weekly, Podcateers, and Unlocking the Magic. And they're not like huge podcasts. I don't know how popular they are, anything. I just kind of really enjoy them. I think it's Unlocking the Magic. I can't remember which podcast it, podcast it is, but there is one of the podcasts and Next time I listen, I'll have to like update you guys which one it is. But one of the podcasts, they actually do quizzes. So kind of at the beginning of the podcast, they have the guy usually has like three to five questions about the parks that they have to answer. And then he tells them the answers at the end of the episode. And I love trying to guess the answers myself. There was one time they asked a question. He asked a question and I knew the answer and I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, it's this, it's this, it's this. And like, they just didn't know. They didn't answer. And I'm like, how do you not know this answer? This is an easy answer. 
that was at my previous job. I was hidden, tucked away in an office. And so nobody heard me like kind of almost cursing at this podcast being like, I know the answer, it's this. So podcasts are always a great way to get information and find out news as well. So there's a lot of resources online you can go to. Now, a fun one I like is TikTok. So I like to just lay there and watch TikTok for hours. I just get so sucked in sometimes. And I find myself a lot with Disney TikToks flowing through my For You page. And I think it's because I do follow some TikTokers and anytime I see one that I really like, I'll go and I'll follow them just kind of add them to the list to see what they have. So some of my favorite TikTokers that I follow is Magic with Meg D. So Magic with Meg D, she's a huge Star Wars nerd. She's fantastic. Coffee.n.pixiedust. She's hilarious. I really like hers as well. Disney Parks is a really good one. They have their own podcast. And so you can get the latest and greatest and see videos of what's going on in the parks. WDWmagazine.com has a TikTok. I just said podcast for Disney Parks, didn't I? I meant TikTok. And then we have Maddie B 1998. She was a cast member. So I like hearing her stories about what she's dealt with being a cast member. And then there is a Canadian Nate.k.weir. Then we have Amy's Magical Adventures. So she goes to the parks with her kids. Great. And then Travel Agent William. He's pretty funny. I do enjoy his TikToks. So I recommend him. And then when it comes to Instagram, there are just too many people I follow on Instagram. I just can't be like, oh, this person's amazing on Instagram. There are so many good Disney Instagrammers out there, you know. And just in case you didn't know, I do have my own Instagram. So it's Canadian Disney. And I do love to post Disney stuff on there, especially when I'm in the parks. I've actually, I've had the account for a while because I found that people were getting annoyed with me posting so much Disney stuff on like a lot of my personal profiles. So I decided to start a Disney one just so if people actually want to follow along with the Disney stuff, there was just a separate space for them to follow like my Disney adventures and my love for Disney. So go check out my Instagram, go follow me. I do follow back. If you have like Disney stuff, I usually do follow back. Now something that kind of doesn't really, isn't really popular anymore is like print resources besides like guidebooks. Uh, so I have a subscription to WDW magazine and I love this magazine. I honestly love the articles they put out. I have learned so much about Walt Disney World reading some of these articles, like things I didn't know about. I don't know if people knew, like if general people know about it, there's just like some details and things that they add in about like certain restaurants or spots. And the pictures are amazing. They always have like amazing pictures in this magazine. So I highly recommend getting a subscription. I really do enjoy reading their magazines. And then the other magazine is D23, which... I haven't actually like I have two magazines from joining the membership and I haven't even opened them and read them. They look too pretty. <laughs> so so all of these I'm going to like kind of add to the list on Facebook. Now I just want to kind of talk about like what the pros and cons are about going and finding resources online as there is with like anything. So pros about like the communities online. You're going to find a wealth of knowledge. You have so many people who are experienced with Disney and the parks and traveling and planning and being within the parks that you are going to find so many answers, 
so much different like opinions and facts that you're going to want to know if you're planning a trip. You're going to get a lot of advice and tips. And that's like great if you want to know like when should we be going to the park at this time? What's a great transportation method for this? You know, when do I book this? Like it's just a really good place to go in all these groups that are out there, the forums. Uh, and then you get a lot of real time info. So some of these groups, when people are in the parks, they are posting pictures of their days, what they're doing. They're doing live videos of them going on the rides or going through the queues or wandering through the park or talking while they're in the park. So you can get real time info about the parks when you're in these groups, which is fantastic, especially if you are going in like a week or two and you kind of want to see what's available at a restaurant or you want to know if there's like merchandise that you're looking for, seeing if there's lots of stock or if you need to get someone like a personal shopper to pick it up for you if they're running low. It's fantastic. And then I think one of the biggest things with the community that has happened over the last like few months, a year is they created this group called Ears for Each Other. So as we know, there was a lot of cast members who did get furloughed, who lost their jobs during the pandemic. And so a lot of these CMs didn't really have like an opportunity to go find work elsewhere because everything's like shut down. So this is the one thing they're doing and if they were furloughed, they're waiting for their callbacks. So a lot of them have side jobs, well like side companies. So whether they bake or they cook or they make something like jewelry, crafts, signs for your house. Maybe they do transportation, grocery delivery. That's a, the two things that I've seen a lot lately is grocery delivery to the resorts and transportation to and from the airport and the resorts into other places. You know, whether they have like another side business of doing like lawn care or painting or like household stuff, just everything you can think of. So people go on, they try to see if they can find a CM who does this stuff and then they hire them to just kind of help them out until they get that call back. And then a lot of times when they get the call back, the kind of expectation is, is once you get that call back that you shut down from the group. So it is such a huge community right now and it's great. You can even like look for people. So a lot of people look for like um, Bibbidi Bobbidi or fairy godmothers or whatever. So they're looking for people to come and give their little girls a princess makeover because Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique is closed right now. So I highly like recommend checking that out and seeing if there's anything you might find on there. Or if there's anything you need, like people go on and be like, I live in this area, I need help with this. Is there anyone in this area that can help me with that? And it's kind of more like Florida, but you do see requests coming in from other places as well, because obviously CMs just aren't from Florida. They are from all over the place. Now, the cons to going online and finding resources and trying to get help is you're going to run into drama no matter where you go. I always miss it. Like, I literally always miss it. I always see a post in one of my groups that says, oh, we expect this. Please don't do this. Don't talk like this you know, be nice, we will remove you. And I'm like, man, I obviously missed something. So drama happens no matter what, no matter where you go, you are going to run into drama in a lot of these groups. And it's just going to be people who have a differing point of view and opinion than you or the person who's posting. And they're going to let you know, they will let you know, and then you're going to run into know it all. So you're going to have those people who they know, they are right and everyone else is like wrong. They know because they do it. 
<laughs> that's not always the case, which leads me to not all information is current and correct. So you are going to have people, if someone asks a question, someone's going to say, yeah, like I totally did that the other week and this is what happened. This is what worked for me. And then you're going to have someone else come along and be like, uh, two weeks ago, I tried that. It did not work. You can't do that. So usually a lot of people come back and say, just phone Disney. If you're planning your trip and you have questions and you don't know if you can change something, it's just kind of best to call Disney and ask. Unfortunately, Disney phone lines get really tied up sometimes, so it may take a while to get through. So that is the episode and just covering all the different resources that are out there. So you have, you know, Facebook, YouTube, you have websites which have like you can find blogs, you have TikTok, you have Instagram, you have your print media. Like there's just so many things out there, so many resources to use when planning your trips and checking things out. And you never know who you're going to meet, who you're going to talk to, who you're going to get to know. I haven't really like made like connections in some of these groups yet. I'm not very active in some of them because you have like thousands of members in them so to get like a word in it's just gonna get lost uh it would be nice to kind of see more intimate groups smaller groups that's what I do like about one of the Canadian groups I am in is it is a smaller group so it's nice to kind of see like postings and to comment or you know post yourself so it's kind of nice to have those like communities what I really would like to be able to do is start meeting people in person I would love to make some real life Disney friends who actually want to go to the parks and travel. No offense to my friends that are out there already, but everyone who has kids right now can't travel, can't afford it. They have school, you have husbands, you have responsibilities, and not everyone can just afford to pack up and go on a Disney trip. Sure, you can plan it for months, but I get it when you have younger kids, it is like really difficult. So that's why my traveling was always done with Peabody because if I wanted to go, he had to go with me. That's just kind of how it works. So I'm definitely looking forward to now having a different setup with going to the parks where I get to go by myself. So that is it. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Like I said, I'm going to do up a list. I'm going to post it on my Facebook page so you can go and you can check out some of these resources and see if they help you on your next Disney trip. So have a magical day.